Thompson the dig, and Graber again read it perfectly. She's been a pass ahead of almost everybody else throughout the course of this contest on the floor. She's got a little swagger to her constantly, and that's what you want from your setter because she touches the ball every single time, and so she's always looking to find a way to score a point. Thompson. Big swing, but missed. No touch. And Mareev has five championship points on their serve. J.C. Thompson, it'll try to close it out. Takes a deep breath before letting go. One more opportunity for Wapahani, that's it. All bar Reeve today. Third time, Volleyball State champions for the first time in Class 2A. Dominant performance by Barry just from the get-go. Set the tone early with a huge lead and holding on to it in both the first two sets. Having to battle a little bit in the third, but definitely earned everything they've got today. I'm not sure if the end result is a surprise. How dominant they were over Wapahani. I think that's the surprise today. Absolutely. Emergency Bar Eve podcast is, of course, a second emergency podcast. And for the second time in two weeks, we are in emergency podcast territory. And once again, here today, we are joined by not only four members of the Bar Eve volleyball team, but as of Saturday, double state champions, state champions in 1A in 2018 and they turn the trick a second time, Class 2A state champions over Wapahani on Saturday, 25-13, 25-13, 25-19. Mike DeCourcy joined from my left to my right, Bareev senior state champions and Bareev media class members Addison Ainsco, Anna Ballingy, JCK Thompson, and Hannah Graber. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I can I can feel the uh, the enthusiasm uh, coming from everybody's voices. It's been uh, a long few days. I know everybody is a is a little tired, but uh, Hannah, is this the best kind of tired that you can possibly be? Yes. <laughs> Anna, the best kind of tired that you can possibly be. Yeah, for sure. And you guys got to celebrate so long that you basically went. Uh, straight into basketball practice last night. Tell us a little bit about that as, as, uh, as you know, not much going on, but, hey, you, you get to sit there and, and right into the next season. Yeah, we get till Wednesday to kind of just sit there and watch, get 
kind of watch what the offense is going to be this year and get to Wednesday. Uh, Hannah, what was your uh, basketball impression yesterday? Just, uh, you know, I know it's a short turnaround. You, you went on Saturday night and on Monday you're sitting in a, in a basketball gym. It had to be kind of surreal a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. All right. So Wapahani was the opponent last week. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll start with, with Anna uh, on this. In your whole life, did you ever imagine that winning a state championship in anything would come as easily as it did on Saturday? Um, no. I mean, uh, it's always been like a dream of mine, of course, but I just never thought that it would – be that easy for the Saturday game? Um, you know, as, as the game was going on, and I and I asked you guys this last week, uh, was there a moment where you just, you know, you, you decided or there was a, a point in the game where you're just like, man, if we do our thing, we're, we're, we're just flat out better than they are? Um, I mean, I think we had that mindset going in. Mm-hmm. We, we just weren't going to lose. Um. And talking a little bit about how you guys uh, prepare, Hannah, there are a lot of teams and a lot of sports where you just you just watch so much film on another team and you know everything that they do, you know every tendency that they have, you know everything that uh, that's coming your direction. And then there are some teams that have kind of an opposite philosophy where they only worry about um, themselves. Um, as you guys are getting ready last week, uh, what philosophy, how, how do you guys think you, you guys go into games? Is it, is it a situation where you talk about what the other team's going to do or a situation where you talk about, you know what, this is, this is how we are going to attack them and we're worried about us? Um, last week we definitely we broke them down and we had a lot of information about them. We knew personnel really well. But we also we knew we had to focus on us and do what we could do to our best but we also knew what they had on the other side of the net too. Um, and all of that uh, obviously led to a, to a big win on Saturday. But but talk about the week last week. And I know it seems like a blur right now. But what what was what was Monday through Friday like um, for you guys, Hannah, as, as as everybody was getting ready for the uh, for the week? What was the kind of the day by day breakdown? What did it look like? Uh, Monday we worked on serving and just kind of getting the jitters out, you know, preparing. And then Tuesday, we, we started breaking them down, you know, figuring out personnel, where they where they hit at us, a lot of defense. Wednesday, we got more into our offense, you know, figuring out what we could do, how we could score points. And then Thursday, we put it all together and had scrimmage team on the other side, which really helped. And then Friday morning, we just went in there and got things done and got out. And, you know, the one thing that I think – you guys did well, and I'll let Anna talk about this a little bit, is there's a lot of times, and I've seen a lot of teams over the years, you, you get a big win, and then you have a little bit of a hangover after that win, and I've, I've, I've seen that before in a lot of sports, whether it's been volleyball, uh, basketball, uh, there, there's a couple of boys basketball you know incidents that I can really point to, but outside of the uh, emergency podcast part one, Anna, um, I really – not just you four, but the other two seniors, Miranda Wagler and Michaela Graber. I don't think from Tuesday on I, I heard anybody say anything about the Heritage Christian game. Yeah, I mean, we 
forgot about it. I mean, it was a great win. We celebrated the next few days, and we knew that that's over with, and they aren't our problem anymore. And and that you know just just being able to move on to the uh, to the next game is is something that's uh, that's super talented. Now I've got J.C. Thompson to my um, to my right, and uh, J.C. of all of the uh, post game hugs, that was probably the wettest and the sloppiest hug that I've ever seen you give anybody before and and luckily some of your perspiration kind of wiped off on your dad before you got to me but uh I know that was a special moment coming across the gym and and uh and and grabbing your dad the coach and and uh sharing that moment with him yeah just seeing him standing there and being on the floor it was just running over to him <laughs> I'll never forget it and and talk about going back for preparation just a little bit uh, you know, what, what did it look like from, from your end of things? Because, you know, as I've said before, you're the libero, you're the pit bull back there, you're, um, you know, you're making things happen. But, uh, you know, how, how did you perceive our, um, our preparation last week? What did it look like to you? Um, so for me, I really had to focus on their personnel because, and their hitting tendencies, because I had to play every other, or every hitter in a different position. So, I really focused on that, and then I helped our offense by knowing what shots were open and then talking to our hitters. So that's the main two things I focus on. Addison, um, what was the biggest thing that you looked at last week as we got ready? And then we're going we're gonna to finally break a, you know, I call it a Fox News alert, where we're going to tell a story that nobody knows here in just a second. But, but Addie, what, what, did, what did your week look like as far as what you, what you prepared for, what you saw, what you looked at? Um, I had a for focus on the first pass, um, especially me. I've been uh, a few games. I was on my best passing game, so I just had to focus on the first contact and block. I had to make sure I sealed on that block so they couldn't get as many of the hits over as they wanted to. And one of the things, and we're going to talk about this because th this is the stuff that I really love to get into. Um, you know, talk, talking to Albert, I remember seven years ago when we won our first state championship in the history of the school. You know, Albert talked that week, and I think Mr. Doyle talked about it at the pep session the other night where Albert said he could die happy with one state championship, and now you've got four total in seven years, five if you want to throw in the individual state championship with Connor Sorrells and cross country. But Albert always talks about after these big, long tournament runs, not only do you have to play well, but you got to have a little luck, and maybe it's a bounce in a game, and maybe it's you're healthy. And you guys know that for the past four years, you guys have been banged up, all, all of you, uh, in a variety of ways. And basically, this is, this is the healthiest we've ever been until the pregame on Saturday, Addie. Tell yeah. us what happened and, and what the official diagnosis was. This is crazy. Okay, so I was in warm-ups, and Tyler was, like, hitting us balls. We, like, serve-receive or pass off him. And he hit a ball, and... <laughs> I, like, went up because it was really close, and I just did this 360 in the air, landed <laughs> on my elbow really awkwardly. Couldn't really move. It was really stiff. I mean, I was This like, is your oh hitting arm, gosh. correct? Uh, it's my left one, actually. Oh, it's, okay. And I literally could not move it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't <laughs> I can't pass. And it was, like, three minutes to the game. Uh-huh. So, played through the game, you know, still messed up. I thought it was just, like, hyperextended or something. Go to the chiropractor. 
this sucker is like dislocated and out of place, <laughs> like not even close. So I got that cracked back in place, and it feels a lot better. But so still you said stiff. you're still sore today, but yeah. uh, you do have a couple days off at least before you, yeah. you start the basketball into things. But yeah. uh, how quickly in the game, Addy, um, did you know that 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 it was probably going to be a good day for the Vikings? Because it seemed like a lot of the ways that that Wapahani likes to to score points, um, you know, we we basically had covered. In the back row. Um, I knew, like, whenever we went to the Ox Gym, just warming up, I knew that our team wasn't going to lose. That was our mindset, and I just knew from then on out we were going to win. Um, and and JC, you know, how 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 quickly did could could you tell? Um, I would say about we were up thirteen to two. <laughs> I just, <laughs> we took that timeout or the media timeout, and I just told myself I was like. This is it. I think I honestly started crying in the second <laughs> set. So, uh, you know, and, and and going into the the the, the little bit of luck thing, uh, and 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 JC, I know you've you you went into last year's tournament really really banged up with a you know a variety of things. You had a I think you had a concussion. You had your you know your normal back stuff. You had your hip flexor stuff. You had you know all of these different things. And 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 did you do you feel like we just you know, we caught a break this year on the injury front. Yes. I honestly, like, not having practice in June, honestly, I think saved us <laughs> more than it hurt us. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. And I think that's, you know, you're going to see that with a lot of sports because, um, and it's not just a volleyball thing, but we have a lot of athletes, not only here, but at a lot of schools where for that month of June, you've, you've got something going on every day. You're playing every weekend. You know, I know we've got – three basketball players around so if, if, if it was June and they, they they would have basketball volleyball they would have had weekend uh tournaments and yeah yeah you miss a little preparation time but you know maybe you trade in for some good health yeah well there's a little something different that I want to do today talking to you for when it comes to all of this and uh we talk about a little bit of of good luck and I want, uh, you know, Addie, if you could go ahead and pass the headset back to Anna. But as I, as I look around here, and I think people at Bar Eve maybe just think that, um, you know, hey, the, these kids have always have always been here. This is going to be the way that it is. But sometimes I think you've got to, you've got to, your coaching, your talent, and then you know the stars need to align in a certain way. And as I look around this circle. I only see one of you guys, and that would be Addison, which is why I made her pass the headset back over to, to Anna, who, who I think would be, if I would have seen you guys, you know, when you're, when you're just born. JC, I was, <laughs> I mean, it was early on when I was with you. But Addie would probably be the only one who I would have looked at early, early, early and said, you know what, she's going to be a Bari Viking. And it wasn't always going to be that way. Anna, talk about your mom and dad a little bit. Your mom played at Washington. Your dad was a WC, you know, on one of the legendary teams. He was the principal at, at, at Washington Catholic. And I know you guys moved over your kindergarten year, but, uh, but you know, your mom and dad were, were town of Washington. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know how I got there, got here, <laughs> but I'm glad I did. Uh, has, as far as sports goes in high school, what, what do your mom and dad do? 
talk about? Do, do you hear dad talk about the 1991 WC team? Do you talk about your mom playing volleyball, or is it something that they uh, they haven't harped on all too much? I mean, here and there you'll get a little glimpse of it, but not really. Have you seen the pictures with your mom's white knee pads when she was a senior in yes, high school? they're like giant turtle shells. <laughs> <laughs> and, and JC, you've got the headset right now. Um, you're probably maybe the most unlikely Bari Viking. Um, your mom played for Ligoti. Your dad started his career coaching at Ligoti. You wouldn't talk to me on the floor one time after a Bari win over Lagodi, tell us about we we don't have to go all the way back but tell us about your last summer at vincennes lincoln and and your dad had a really great facebook post about how you know it if you didn't want to move from vincennes you guys weren't going yeah so at first when he told me i was totally against it i didn't want to move again i already had moved once i didn't want to leave my friends but then when i kept thinking about it i was like okay but let's do this. So it just worked out. And tell us about that summer at um, at Purdue volleyball camp. And and I know, I know, you know, it was a frustrating camp for you. It was kind of the last thing that you did in a in a, in a Vincennes Lincoln uniform. But I remember, you know, talking to my wife and and her just saying, "Man, this, you know, I saw JC today, and 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 she looked frustrated. She looked." Um, you know, she just really looked unhappy. Yeah, so let's think about this. I'm a libero, and uh, I was playing outside for, <laughs> for during that Purdue camp. So, yeah, it does not add up. So, so uh, and, and this is something I'm going to get to your dad with on, on part two of his podcast, but what, what were some of the discussions like around your house um, when it came to you know, how, how do we do this? Are we officially going to take the job? Are we going to make the move? How, how did that, you know, it, it all happened really, really quickly, but that two- or three-day stretch, how did that all go? So we'd obviously already been through a selling a house, buying a house process, and that was kind of a nightmare. So we were like, we were worried about that. And then we just, it, the time came closer, and we were like, guess we're just going to live in Vincent's. And then we thought our, we had our house sold and then wasn't sold. So for my whole sophomore year, we still lived in Vincennes. We drove every day, but we made it work. I was obviously a lot happier. Dad was a lot happier. Ty was happier. It was just, it was just overall so much better and worth it. And uh, as uh, as you kind of get ready to pass your headset over to Hannah, I uh, I do remember a uh, a situation. And 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 when I first started coming in this this area. Uh, Hannah, the first year I was dating Amber, and 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 it was happening right when she was kind of taking over as a volleyball coach. I, you know, I I I always thought Barreve and Lagodi was a pretty fun rivalry, and I didn't understand like the animosity below the surface. And the first time I really uh, got a hint of how much the schools really didn't like each other, loved beating each other, was. Your mother's senior year, your mom, Hannah, was a Ligoti Lion. And my wife never gets worked up about a lot. She She's intense. She coaches hard. But as far as the, all the extracurricular things that happen outside the line, she doesn't get, she doesn't get uh, fired up about it all. But long story short, your mother is a senior, and um, 
they win the last set. That's back in the days where you played just a 15, no rally scoring. And <laughs> the celebration that the Ligoti players had on our floor that night was something that I think I'm never going to see again. And I remember how ticked off my wife was after it was over, and it basically lit the fire for next year. So, so talk about your mom playing at Ligoti. What, what has she said about uh, you know being on the other side of the rivalry all those years ago? I mean, honestly, we really haven't talked about it that much. She just talks about how she really enjoyed playing with, like, all her friends and stuff, but that's about it. And was it always a situation where um, once she and your dad were were together that, hey, we're, we're going to be on this side of the rivalry? Was was was, it non, was that a non-negotiable point with, with Ryan Joe? Um. Well, at first, I actually lived in Ligoti, and I went to preschool in Ligoti, but then I went to preschool in Washington, and then I don't really know – what like the deciding factor was, but I ended up at Bar Eve, so I'm glad I did. <laughs> and I was talking to one of the players on the opposite uh, side of the net last, you know, a, a girl who graduated from Bar Eve in 2002, and she had watched some of the videos, and and she said, "Now is number 15," and and asked if if you were your mom's daughter, and and I said, "Yeah, she is," and she talked about, you know the heart and soul of the team and she felt like you were the soul and one of the things that that you know you've really done over your senior year is is you've been the one who it, it seems like you've had a lot of attitude on the floor and I'm and I don't mean that in a bad way I mean that in a good way where you are kind of the emotional center talk talk about talk about that <laughs> um well I know like a lot of times confidence is key and a lot of times, you know, if someone's struggling, you got to just, you got to get in their face and be like, you are better than this. Like you got this, you got to act like it. And I think that whenever you act like, you know, you're good, it just makes you play better. And, you know, you, you, you talked about honesty there for a second. And I think that's one of the things you guys were really, really good at this year. And I talk a little bit about not only being honest with teammates where, where you can say, Hey, you know, sometimes you got to pull your head you know, out of your out of your rear end a little bit, or maybe it's you. You've got to go to to a coach, whether it's Amber or Tyler, and say, "This is you know, this is something that we need to do, or this is something that we need to fix." You know, t talk about that because it, it it's everybody thinks it's easy to communicate e with with each other. Honestly, it's not. It's a skill, and I think you guys really really picked up on that here and during your senior year. Oh uh, yeah, I can even remember last year. It was still kind of hard for all of us to like communicate with the team and the coaches. And this year, I think we took on the role of seniors, like, and just took that role and wasn't afraid to do anything. And I talked about it at the pep session the other night, and I, 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 I had all these dates jotted down. And every time I felt like something big happened, I just wrote the date down and, and put something in parentheses and just said, if something great happens, I want to be able to go back and kind of look at that and remember it. And, and and the date, June 1st, Monday night, June 1st, we had the we had the upperclassmen um, to our house we had to you know we had dinner and and then you guys just had a really honest conversation back and forth with your coaches and with each other about what you wanted the season to look like I mean do you think it started right there and what were what were some of the things you guys remember talking about at, the, at you know at that meeting I definitely started there and we had talked about how last year it just I don't know it just wasn't felt like it was working I don't know if that makes sense and we just knew that it's our senior year and we have to take on the role of leaders and we had to make a change this year. And what, what do you remember about the, that, that meeting, uh, Hannah? Because, you know, you guys just basically said, 
and and that's one thing. I, another thing I talked about the other night. It wasn't your soon-to-be Hall of Fame head coach saying we have to do this, 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 and this. You know, I, one of the things that really stood out to me is her saying, you know, what, what can we do to maybe remove that last little mental barrier, get you guys over the hump, maybe, uh, you know, just, just do one more thing to make it click. What, what do you remember about that meeting? Um, well, definitely giving all the credit to my parents on this one. I, I kind of talked to them before, and I was like, I was like, you know, things last year, it didn't really click, and I was like, I didn't want that again. So they said, they said just be honest. They said always be honest, and so that's what we did, and we just – we kind of told, you know, the coaches, we were like, we didn't have as strong of a team chemistry last year. And, like, it, was, it wasn't like we were uncomfortable with each other, but it wasn't like we would hang out on the weekends like we did sophomore year and this year. So this year we really tried to focus on a lot of things we did sophomore year, which obviously I think it worked because we won state both years. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, and, and that's the one thing about, about coaching and about playing is, is – if it was easy and there was recipes, you would do it every year. It's not making cookies. It's not baking brownies. I mean, every year is different. You, you, people grow and change a little bit every year. One season does not equal the next season. And, and, and you mentioned that. You guys really put a lot of effort into it. And, and talk a little bit about how important it was to um, include some of these underclassmen. You know, obviously you've got Sarah Graber as a junior, but, you know, you had sophomores that, that – not just Dylan and Emma that played the whole season, but you had some girls over there on the bench when, when people were out and contact traced, they had to step in and play. And, and you know, you guys were kind of mother hens a little bit. Talk about including them and in, in, in stuff like that and why you feel it's important. Uh, yeah, definitely coming out of the gate from the beginning when we first started, we were like, we just kind of took them under our wings. We were, we were, we were going to carry this team on our backs no matter what it took. And, you know, that's what we did. We really tried to include them like, Anytime they needed a ride home or to and from somewhere, we were always just, you know, a phone call away. And I think they really, they handled that well. They really felt comfortable with us. And one of the things that I remember JC um, talking about during that night, and and I think a lot of the, you don't want to call it frustration. I mean, obviously it's frustrating when your season ends last year, like you don't, like you, it doesn't end like you want it to. Um, but you, but you felt like you never really hit that peak, and and I remember, you know, one of the things JC talking about that night is, you know what we we made a decision 12 years ago at a program to 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 really um, up our speed of the game, ball control, playing faster, and and JC, you know, usually in volleyball we look over here and I know Tyler Schulteis calls Anna Ballingy princess because she's she's the one getting the kills and 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 everything else but when it when it comes to playing fast it it, it starts with ball control and I remember you you talking about that so you know talk about playing fast what what does it mean to you and why do you think that that was important so to play fast we had to be able to low pass so there were so many times that I literally passed the ball at Hannah's forehead so we could throw off the block. So it was so much easier for Anna and Addie or whoever else to get a kill. So and I just want to make their lives a lot easier. And Addie, you know, that's you, – you, you talk about playing fast because you – you know, obviously all you guys play all six rotations. So you start it, but, you know, you're you're more of a middle attacker than Anna. Anna's more mm-hmm. of an outside attacker. And and talk about, you know, the ability to play fast and how, and how that uh, – not only helps you, but helps the team. 
Well, against good teams, you have to play fast. He has to block to move. And for me, I cannot wait in the ball very well. I like to have quick tempo, so it works perfect for me. As a middle, I get to run all my quicks, and it works very well. Um, and a lot of people, and, and I've, I've said this in basketball, and I've said it, um, it, you know, when you watch it in volleyball, everybody says, oh, man, you know, you got to go fast. In basketball, everybody, oh, we want to run. We want to we want to run. And, and nobody really knows how hard it is in any sport to play like that. You've got to be not only focused, you've got to be clean, but you've got to be in great shape. Talk, talk about that a little bit. It's 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 one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. Um, well, when we came back off the, you know, COVID and not being allowed to do stuff, we came back and hit it hard. We conditioned hard. And we got ourselves mentally and physically ready to play, and that's what prepared us. And and JC, same thing. I mean, it, it, people think it's easy. How how hard is it? Um, it's hard, like especially passing wise. I mean, it and setting. Like I'm literally passing the ball at Hannah's forehead every time. <laughs> All right, shifting gears here. Um, one of the things that um obviously happen and you know you have to address the elephant in the room and whether it's fair or unfair or whatever and it's not like you guys are going to have to deal with it but uh one of you may have left your you know sister in a bind in the future but the uh the IHSAA success factor um comes into play yet again and now next year for the first time Bar-Eve will compete in class 3A and doing a little research um the Bar-Eve volleyball team is now the only public school program in any sport in the history of the state to go up two classes. So what's your legacy with this program, JC? What 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 is the legacy of the seniors and as you graduate, what have you guys left behind? <laughs> I'm so like I feel bad. <laughs> the, like I'm so grateful for everything that we did and I got to experience everything, but at the same time it's just not fair. I mean, we're affecting the seventh graders, and they had nothing to do with our success. Addison, what's 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 the legacy? Uh, same thing. Like we've made history, and it's amazing. But it also kind of sucks for the upcoming girls because they're gonna get into playing three A in competition. Once you get up to those levels, once you get in, like semi state and state, it is hard. I mean, you have teams that are huge schools that have like all different kinds of, you know, volleyball players. I mean, they can just get them like this. I mean, they go to clubs and stuff. And since our school is so tiny, I mean, most of us play like two or three sports and, you know, can't really get that club experience. So for them, it kind of sucks. But for us, it's it's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it's certainly unfair. But I know, Addie, you, 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 get, you and Hannah have both talked about you've, you've recognized a lot of talent in the, in the junior high and girls that, that you want to work with. I mean – you know, there's a lot of people who go, oh, man, it's terrible that we have to go to 3A. But, um, you know, as as Mike James used to say, there's there's going to be some bullets in the chamber when, yeah. you know, these next few years when we're there. Talk about some of – you don't have to talk about individually, but what what do you see in a lot of those 7th and 8th grade girls? Oh, uh, they have a lot of potential. They just need someone to kind of work with them on what they need to get better with. And I'm actually taking some girls into the gym and going to work with them for some middle attacking and quicking up their footwork and blocking and Hannah's going to, you know, set for me because <laughs> I cannot set very well. Oh, you've got, you got hands of an yeah. angel. Um, so yeah, that's going to help them a lot and they have so much potential. So I think us taking them 
the time to work with them. The gym's going to be amazing for them. All right, last thing here on this uh, Bar East State Finals uh, emergency broadcast, I'm going to give everybody here a chance to say one more thing. And and basically what I want you guys to do is is uh, a little uh, a little senior message to, to those young players and, and not the kids that, that have already been in the gym with, with you guys, but those, those very talented junior high kids that you've talked about. What, uh, what would be your message? What would be your advice to, to people um, who, who are going to be Lady Vikings here in the next few years? Um, work hard and don't settle for less. Um, always give 110% and always work hard. JC, what would, uh, what would your advice be to these, uh, these up-and-coming girls from somebody who's played a lot of volleyball? Um, I would say just be fearless and don't let anything hold you back, and it'll go by fast. So just don't have any regrets when it's over. Anna, I mean you've you've probably played more volleyball than anybody else in the circle. Probably anybody any or more volleyball than anybody in the history of the school. Uh, you've seen a lot of competitive players across the country. What's what's your advice? Um, I mean I can remember being in like junior high, elementary, and literally. Practicing how I would celebrate after we win <laughs> state. I can, in my living room, I can remember that. And to all those girls, like, I know it's your dream too, and just keep working and you'll get there one day. And Hannah Graber, what, uh, and, and, and maybe it's a little more special for you because uh, your sister Hallie, and then of course JJ, sixth grade and fourth grade, um, they're going to be Lady Vikings in no time. What, uh, what do you tell them? Uh, don't take anything for granted, for sure. Um, work hard at everything and don't di don't get discouraged, you know, maybe if things aren't going your way or how you'd want them to. Um, it'll all work out, and definitely dream big. And believe in yourself <laughs> very much because you're capable of so much more than you might think. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Well, for Addison, for Anna, for JC, for Hannah, the Vikings state champions, third time in seven years, this time – in Class 2A, the Lady Vikings will move to Class 3A, and it's always good doing emergency podcasts. And uh, as uh, as Hannah and Anna still have the uh, the headsets on, you know what I'd really like to do? I'd like to do an emergency Bar Eve girls basketball sectional championship podcast. Can we work on that starting on Wednesday, girls? I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, I, I, uh, I these these emergency ones are good because they uh, they aren't always guaranteed. So, well, that's uh, that's going to do it. Bar Eve, as we said, sectional, regional, semi-state, and state champions in Class Two A, and the seniors here have left a legacy. Um, the biggest winning class in the history of Bar Eve in any sport up to this point in time, and they leave uh, the underclassmen in Class 3A, and it'll be a challenge, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Later this week, join us for Part 2 of the Josh Thompson podcast as we'll talk about his coaching career, and as always, stay tuned to the Bar Eve Media Facebook page as we will have... So many more announcements, so many more things upcoming. So join us again as we talk to Coach Josh Thompson here in the next several days. And thanks again for tuning in, and we will catch you next time here on the Bari Podcast. <laughs>